Hello, it's Helen Mead here and it is Saturday night and I am going for a little walk. Um, I need to go and do a little errand but it means that I've been having a hermit day today which means I literally, if I can, stay in my pyjamas. I've finished the third season of Sex Education which was really cool if you haven't watched it I really recommend it um, and I can't quite believe that we've got to the end of season three and Maeve and Otis have still not got together properly I was quite disappointed also disappointed to hear that sex education season four isn't coming until early 2023 <laughs> at least Bridgerton series two is waiting for me but I do like to have a little break in between Netflix series because I do get quite into them and I like to have a little pause um, a little spaciousness in between so I will do that um, but yeah it is Saturday night I've never really been out in my pajamas before I don't think I was thinking I was just saying to Tom maybe I should put my sunglasses on and pretend I'm like a celebrity walking around in my pajamas and sunglasses I think I've just seen like when I used to listen to um no watch not watch look at like teenage magazines there always used to be you know pictures of celebrities in pajamas anyway that's not what I'm on here to talk about <laughs> oh I'm feeling funny today but that was a really lovely hermit day Anyway, today I want to talk about something which is actually one of the most probably serious topics that us human beings have to navigate um, and that is shame and something that I continue to explore really deeply. Um, it's been yeah like when I think about shame I often think about Renee Brown and her work um, I think about the scale of consciousness where um, is it Dr. David I can't remember Dr. David Hawkins says that shame is the you know the lowest vibrational emotional state on the scale of consciousness and today I had I mean this this kind of awareness has been growing over well at least the last six months and I think it's something that is really important and feels what happens is so if you're a I'm jumping around all over the place now I hope you can follow me um, so I am a 2.5 I have a 2.5 profile um, in cosmic human design in my chart and that is the and a 6.2 in the tropical chart so the 2 line is the hermit line and 
these hermit days that I have are really special after having like a day out with my daughter yesterday we were in a shopping center and in the morning she had a slime play date slime making play date with a couple of friends so there was like a lot of people and activity and fun and like social activity yesterday and it's been like that for a few days um and these hermit days are really like they've, they've just been so like pivotal for me allowing myself to take this time where I don't feel bad like well I've practiced doing it and I no longer feel bad when I stay we're just going past the playground no one's dying <laughs> the kids are going down the slide um, and just like literally staying in bed all day if I want to and when I do that and I just allow myself to follow the guidance of my sacral just like doing whatever is going to bring me pleasure which today was um, that whole Netflix um, watching episode watching episodes of Netflix and um, also eating chips and cheese <laughs> and grapes um, but what I find is that every time I do that something really magical comes out of it when I allow myself to take that space and really like nourish that um, hermit energy that's a really important part of my makeup and that I really feel deeply connected to it's really really special because something always um, evolves out of it and so today I feel like it was another piece of this um, shame story shame kind of um, my you know my perspective around shame and I've been facilitating accompanying the children at the school that I co-founded since November and I've been really exploring um, respectful parenting for the last few years well longer than that really but really going deep into it in the last few years and Part of that is a big part of respectful parenting and respectful um, education is not shaming or judging the children, not um, speaking to them and interacting with them in a way that means that they don't feel shamed or judged for making mistakes or um, doing something which doesn't please us and my daughter <laughs> has a really big love and passion for making slime and she generally makes quite a mess <laughs> when she's making slime and experimenting with slime 
Um, and it often, but with increasing um, like awareness around it and, you know, she's getting much more able to take responsibility for um, taking care of her space in her bedroom, but it is an ongoing process and it does cause me quite a bit of discomfort and annoyance when I go into her room and there's like, she sometimes uses nail varnish to make the color in the slime. So the nail varnish maybe has spilled and we have a marble floor, which is very porous. <laughs> and it can be quite difficult to get these things out of the floor. And she has this mat, which she's meant to put down, but sometimes she's, she forgets. She's nine, so she's, um, she's got a lot of awareness, but she's still a child and she's still learning. Um, so I, go, I went in today and <laughs> we were going to clear up the slime together before she had a shower. And there was this, so the other day it took me quite a long time to get some like purple nail varnish out of the floor. And there was some blue nail varnish and she had put the mat down today but she'd put it down kind of halfway through her session and the blue nail varnish was obviously happened before the mat went down and I said to her like this is really annoying this you know really annoys me and I know that you're doing your best and I know that it's not nice for you to see that I'm annoyed by something that you've done, but I am. And it's kind of normal for people to get annoyed about things. And different people get annoyed by different things and it's part of the human experience. And she said, and then I said, you know, like I make so many mistakes and I, and I know that it, it can be really annoying and you can feel really bad when you, especially when you kind of repeat mistakes that you feel like you're making again. And she said, well, that makes me feel a bit better. And I said, well, the thing is, it's, and then what just came to me, and this has never happened before, because I've always, in the past, I would have thought, well, I'm, you know, making her feel bad. Like, normally I would make an effort to, to not, and to not really tell her the extent of, my annoyance in order to help her not experience feeling judged and ashamed of what she'd done. And my purpose is, was still not to make her feel judged or ashamed of what she'd done, but she was going to feel bad because whether I pointed it out or not, she was going to feel bad. Um, and maybe me pointing it out and telling her how annoyed I was meant that she felt even worse. But it dawned on me that maybe, and maybe this is all completely mistaken, but I'm just sharing what happened and, and how it feels now. Um, but it dawned on me that maybe I've been giving too much power away to shame. 
maybe I've been so scared of shaming myself and my children and those children at school that I've been missing a piece of the puzzle. Maybe my job is to facilitate an allowing of what's actually there, which is a feeling of shame, which is a deeply uncomfortable feeling of feeling really shit about yourself. And that's a feeling that I'm very familiar with and I'm sure like everybody really is very familiar with because it's such a prevalent like emotional theme in the human experience and and has been for a really long time but maybe by putting so much emphasis on trying to avoid the experience of shame we're actually missing the point and this kind of hit me quite hard today because I generally, you know, the way I teach human design, the way I relate to and interact with my emotions is to welcome them in, to really allow them to, to allow them to be there and to allow myself to feel completely loved and accepted no matter what emotional state I find myself in. And while I've been doing that, in my own personal experience of shame, whenever I've felt guided and supported to do that, I haven't been doing that with my kids and I haven't been, I haven't sort of had the awareness that, that there was this piece that I wasn't necessarily seeing. And it feels really quite powerful. So what happened then was I went on to, I'm just gonna walk up along the beach a little bit now so then might, you might be able to hear the sea. Um, so what happened then was I had a chat with Mia and talked to her about how, and, and the other thing I just want to say is that letting her know that I was annoyed, but also letting her know that I, I never stop loving her, even if what she's doing annoys me. And that there are going to be things, I mean, we talk about this all the time, that, you know, there are things that annoy each other about people as humans, and that's a normal part of the human experience as well, learning to navigate that. And it doesn't mean that... Um, that someone else would be annoyed by the same thing. But learning what annoys each other is part of deepening connection and getting to know each other better. And so this process of feeling bad because someone else has found what, something that you've done or said annoying is something that, which is really important to be able to navigate. And what I've realized is that in my relationship with Mia, what I've been doing is trying to protect her from that feeling of feeling bad. Um, 
So, and this goes, this, I mean, there's a, I need to do it. I feel like there's a whole other podcast episode around this, which is around relationships and the balance between nonviolent communication and actually being real about where we're actually at emotionally and energetically and not trying to like dress it up with like calm, beautiful, respectful communication when we don't feel it all the way through because I have a feeling that that doesn't really help anybody. So this conversation was kind of part of that. In the past, I would have um, given that I was feeling very centered. Like I wouldn't have really shown my annoyance. I would have, um, yeah, I would have spoken in a, in a calmer way and I would have not really um, communicated how I was necessarily feeling all the way through to Mia. So I did. And she actually, once I explained that this was just part of human relationships, it was an aspect of human relationships and the feeling bad is an aspect of of the human experience and I said to her you know what helps is what helps me is to allow myself to open to feeling really shit about myself to feeling really bad and allowing myself to feel like it's safe to feel all of that and then We kind of just sat in that energy for a bit. Like we sat in the kind of discomfort of that. And I helped her, you know, I was cleaning and we were both um, together during the cleaning experience. But obviously it wasn't really about that. And then afterwards she had a shower and I was just sitting with her while she was having her shower. And it was like, I had this awareness that I'm just sharing with you now. Why have I been, you know, saying like, welcome in the fear, like feel the fear. Fear is there to be felt. Fear is there to be open to. Oh, and that's what I was saying before, like the way I teach human design. I don't say like, oh, when you experience frustration as a generator, you know, that's your not self. So it's your invitation to, um, you know, it's your sign that you're out of alignment and now you've got to, change something so that you can come back into alignment no like for me when you feel frustrated it's a sign that you're ready for your next interaction with frustration and probably a deepened level of satisfaction the other side of it but not necessarily it's about opening to what is it's about allowing what is So having like supported Mia to open up to feeling really shitty and like ashamed in her body rather than trying to protect her from it meant that something shifted like shit you know like you feel it like it shifted in her energy and my energy and I had this awareness and I was like whoa 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 and of course like of course it's like this of course 
why are we putting shame in another box? Why are we interacting with shame differently? Why are we scared of anybody feeling shame? Because it's the low, lowest possible vibration in terms of human experience, potentially. Yeah, but what I know about like the darker emotions is that with our openness and um, capacity to really go there with the darkest of human experiences, like the, the level of life force that that unlocks in our beings is like through the roof. So maybe instead of worrying about shaming our children, like obviously doing this with awareness, but maybe there's something here which allows us to have step one, more authentic relationships with our children during the respectful parenting journey, which involve them seeing that we get annoyed. And then also, if that means that they feel bad, then helping them to open to like this aspect of the human experience because that's where we're at right now we're not at a place where or I'm not at a place where I can authentically all the time not be triggered and so why am I pretending not to be triggered in order to parent respectfully to protect my child from feeling shame when energetically she can feel that I'm triggered anyway and it all just feels off. So why don't I allow her to see me in my triggered state and then support her to understand that her feeling bad is, is partly because, well, it is a part of the human experience. It's not partly, it is. It's a part of the human experience and and if I can support her to speak openly about how she's feeling and, um, and really open to the sensation of shame in her body, then that's really like a gateway for miracles. So why wouldn't I do that? Hmm. Yeah. Deep and amazing. And maybe, yeah, I would love to know how this lands and how this feels. Um, so if you're connected with me on social media or um, you wanna send me an email, my email is helen at helenreed.org. And I would love to hear how, how yeah, like any responses, any, um, any dialogue that you wanna share around this podcast or any of them. And I think that's all for now. And I am sending loads of love. Bye.